I'm Alicia Bingham, and this is Proactive Thoughts, Episode 30, How to Stop Yelling at Your Kids. Did you know that you can live the life you want simply by being proactive with your thoughts? My name is Alicia Bingham. I'm a life coach, a mental health advocate, and a member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you come with me, I can show you how. Hey friends, I am recording this podcast during quiet time because, well, as a homeschool mom, quiet time is my friend. It's my one break for a solid hour or two where I can have peace and quiet. The kids are doing independent activities and the toddler naps. Do any of you guys instill a quiet time when your kids grow out of naps? It is a lifesaver for my sanity, that's for sure. I'm sure it also helps me yell at my kids less, but We'll get into the actual steps here in just a second. First, I want to remind you about my current offer for a free mini coaching session. This is where you can get a little bit of personalized help for free and learn a little bit about coaching or if what I offer is right for you. So go sign up at binghamcoaching.com. Now let's get into some yelling (laughs) or rather how to stop, right? (laughs) So I want to preface this by saying, uh, specifying the type of yelling that I'm talking about stopping. We're not talking about shouting for our kids to freeze or stop if they're in danger. If a child is about to touch a hot stove, I'm all for using every avenue available to get their attention and keep them safe, including yelling. This guide is to help you stop the other kind of yelling, the yelling fueled by anger, frustration, and overwhelm. You know what I'm talking about kind of yelling you do when the child has been told several times to stop and they just keep doing it. The kind of yelling you do when you've asked your child to clean up their room and they're ignoring you. The kind of yelling you do when they've peed on the couch or stuffed poop into the electrical outlets. Ask me how I know. (laughs) This kind of yelling is an emotional response and maybe it's become a habit. Whatever the case is, I'd like to teach you today how to curb that and stop completely if you want to. So there's five steps that I'm going to go over. Okay. Step one is awareness. We have to become aware of the problem first and foremost. Most of us have already gotten to this step. We recognize we're yelling. We recognize we're not showing up how we want, right? That's probably why you're here. You want to know how to stop. So you probably notice that you've been yelling and think it's a problem. So acknowledge to yourself that you're yelling in the specific circumstances that you're yelling at, right? You want to notice when you're yelling or when you've yelled, if it's after the fact, right? Then we move to step two, dig deep. Find out why you're yelling. Write down the last time you yelled at your kids in a way that you didn't like. When was the last time you lost control and screamed at your kids? What happened? What was going on for you? What were you thinking? What were you feeling? What are the facts of the situation? What actually happened? We want to separate the facts out from the thoughts. That's where the leverage is going to come. Understanding what you were thinking and feeling as a result of the circumstance is the key to unraveling the yelling. Let's take a look at a quick example, okay? The facts of the situation are as follows. Four-year-old boy put poop into electrical outlets. Yes, this really happened. The mother, we'll call her Jane, had the thought, I can't believe he did that, which caused her to feel outraged. When she was feeling outraged, she screamed at her son. She lectured, yelled, and cried in frustration. She wasn't compassionate. 
She wasn't amused. She didn't try to understand her child. This caused her to spiral in self-criticism and judgment in how she behaved. She thought he behaved in a way he shouldn't by putting the poop in the outlet, right? But this thought actually caused her to behave in a way that maybe she shouldn't. The way she thought about the situation led to her own behavior being unbelievable or out of control, right? Then we move to step three, question your thoughts. Once you've separated out the facts, child's poop in the outlet, from the thoughts, he shouldn't have done that, you ask yourself questions about the situation. You analyze what happened. Why did I think that? What could I have done instead? What would I have done if I hadn't been feeling that way? If I felt something different, how would I have shown up? The way you felt about the situation was caused by what you were thinking. This is true for any situation. Even if we're not aware of the thoughts just yet, even if our way of thinking is subconscious for the most part, our feelings are still directly created by our thoughts. So we want to question our thoughts and find out if they're helping us or not. So let's jump back into this situation with Jane. We want to question her thought. I can't believe he did that. Why does she think that? It's actually quite believable that he did that because he did do that. It makes sense that a four-year-old might think to do something like that. She could then start to wonder what's going on for him. Why does Jane think he might have put poop in the outlet? Maybe he was curious. Maybe it wasn't malicious or unbelievable like Jane thinks. Shifting her focus to these types of questions and possibilities can change the way Jane sees the situation and in turn, how she shows up to parent her child. She may recognize that maybe he needs some sensory play and that's why he was playing with it, right? Then she can move forward from those conclusions. So step four is to gather new thoughts. This step is vital to adjusting the way we parent and stopping ourselves from yelling. When it comes to our kids, we need to constantly remind ourselves of helpful thoughts and gather new ones if need be that will ultimately help us feel and act differently. We want to seek new thoughts from those who have gone before, right? The best place to gather new thoughts is from Jesus Christ. If you don't consider yourself spiritual or don't believe in Christ, bear with me. You can substitute it with another source you look up to or believe in. However, I've found that the best parenting advice and thoughts come from studying the words of prophets, ancient and modern, through scripture study. Studying Christ's life and the way he lived will give you many new thoughts to cling to that will change how you feel and act towards your children, including the issue of yelling. Now, the final step. Step five, accountability and support. This step requires outside help. This is the most important step and the step that most people skip thinking they can do it on their own. Now, don't get me wrong. You can make progress with the four steps that I've listed already. However, as humans, we are wired to need each other. We are wired to learn from each other as well. When you have someone to be accountable to and gain support from, you're more likely to make lasting changes, like never yelling at your kids again if you desire. This is where having a coach can make all the difference. A coach helps boost your confidence, gives you courage to keep going, and helps you see the patterns of thinking that are keeping you stuck. Having someone with an outside perspective, someone who can be objective about the circumstances in your life, is actually the key to helping you get unstuck. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for your free mini session at binghamcoaching.com. 
That's all I have for you today. If you liked what you heard and think you might be interested in getting coached or working with me, or you just want to learn more, you can visit my website at binghamcoaching.com. There, you can send me an email with any questions or topics you'd like covered on the podcast. Or if you're ready to take your life to the next level, you can sign up to get coached. Also, I would love it if you would leave me a review and share it with your friends. That way more people like you can find my podcast. And remember, when you choose your thoughts, you choose your life. See you next week.